Allison Knowlton Mason. I'm Stanley Bradley, and we're friends turned family, getting together to tell stories, laugh, observe, and think. This is the Framley Meeting. So today is a big day because it is not only our season finale, which is season one. We did a whole season. (laughs) So excited. And um, if you stay tuned to the end of the show, we're going to share details about season two and a little, a a tiny droplet of information about season three, but stay tuned. We're going to explain all that at the end. Um, but I'm super excited because today our topic is design. And if you know anything about me, you know that I'm a designer, graphic designer in this life. I I think maybe I was an interior designer in a past life or maybe in an upcoming life because I do love interior design as well. So design is our topic today. We are hitting this from two angles as always. Uh, One angle obviously is like a visual angle of just like, how do things look? Um, and then the second is like orchestration. So, you know, design as a, as, you know, I don't know, puppet mastering is kind of, I don't know, maybe like a <laughs> villainous way to say it, but like the way that you uh, orchestrate things and uh, put some intention behind the way that things are. So those are our two big ideas and let's jump in. So starting out, first big question, where do you see design in your life thus far? Well, for me, um, design, I think in two places are pretty key. The first one I will tackle is in my relationships. I think that, particularly since this is the family meeting, I think that what I have figured out in my life is like most people, the thing about getting older is that you're able to kind of figure out some things that are key to you. And one of the things that I've come to realize is that, I like people who are humble, honest, and who are kind. So I've started to, so probably like around my thirties when I really, when that really clicked, when it was like, what do I not like about people? Or what do I like about this like wide ranging group of people? Like what do they have in common? Those were the things. And so like now intentionally seeking out those people, intentionally inviting those people to me, intentionally, cultivating those characteristics in myself is one way where I definitely see like it is a design like it's something that I want to see like when I see people who are who don't like humility for me and I don't know where that comes from I don't know where that design came from but I think I think that's your parents because your parents are so kind and humble and I feel like you just because you love them because you value them you're just like this is the baseline of the kind of person that you need to be what that could very well be it that probably is it and so I just I cannot if you don't express some kind of humility we probably don't even need to we our 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 conversations will be limited our interaction will be limited (laughs) and then the other thing that I figured out again in this again 30s so key I figured out that the work that I'm paid to do is probably going to always be around public service and most likely around education I am not a private sector person as much as I would like to be wealthy for that check as much as I would like to be for that check (laughs) for that life that is not where my heart is and so now I mean clearly ambition is important and I want to keep growing as a professional but 
definitely want to continue to do that in the public sector or work around the public sector. So that is something that I definitely see as a design in my life and mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. way that I've designed my life to be fulfilled professionally is definitely the public service, which is probably why I'm interested and talk a lot about politics and all of those things is just because I think mm -hmm. generally I have a, um, a passion for community, a passion for seeing good in doing good publicly, you know? Yeah. And I think, I feel like those two things are connected to that, like, you know, and this is not in any way true in every case, but public sector, the private sector, you know, sometimes can have, if money is the motive, can have, can start to erode some of those other things like humility and honesty and kindness. And so not to say in any stretch that everybody in public service yeah. is honest no, or, or humble, but clearly. like, you know, for, for you, and I think I'm similar in this way too, that like, it's hard for me to disconnect where I get my money from, from like my values. Yes. And so I, I, I've thought of that many times. I'm like, I wish I could disconnect. Yes. <laughs> I wish I could like yes. go get the check and come back and then be like, ah, me and my values. But I'm just like, I can't separate it. And so I'm mildly envious of people who can. But I, I feel like those are, just from knowing you, those two things seem incredibly connected. Oh, yeah, definitely. What about you? What do you see designing your life thus far? Well, you know, design is all up and through my life. Um, I mean, it's like my actual work. And I am very intentional about designing the, the spaces that I am in as much as I can. Um, so like I said, we moved into this apartment in October, have done a lot of fun projects in here. Um, and it's important to me to be in beautiful places or places that seem like very intentionally designed. And so, I mean, I'm like running out of wall space right now. <laughs> I'm like, I think I have maybe like one square of wall that I could put something on. But um, so those are two obvious places. Um, <laughs> a, a funny thing is I'm I'm trying to, in some ways, make my, my physical look a little edgier these days. Like, it's an odd thing to talk about. But like, you know, I shave the sides and the back of my hair and I'm like... I don't know. I think as I get older, like I get a little less Encumbered. worried about yeah, yeah what people but, think. I mean, like that's that is one of the definite beauties of getting older, right? Is yes. Owning your look, owning yourself, doing those things that you want to do. And I'm all like, I've always loved your look. I've always oh, thank you. Yeah, no, you've always been your own person. Like yeah. I said, the short, the short hair, like back in 20, back in. 2002, like the short natural, that was just starting out. Yes. Like that wasn't a thing. And then when you yeah. drew your locks out, like, again, you, you made that your own. So. Yeah, no, I, yeah. So I like I like sort of defining and redefining my look. Um, the bigger things that where I see design, and this is very top of mind, cause I'm like actively doing it all the time is designing my business. So, you know, I'm just about at one year. Like today, oh. yeah, yeah. I'm. I got my like marching orders <laughs> <laughs> about a year ago. Like it will be. I think it's one year next weekend. Okay. And then I had like a two week window, and then my last day. Um. 
So really I'm, I'm within like half a month from a year. And, you know, a lot of the way that it, my business is designed currently is just what I could do. Like I was like, all right, you got to make some money. What can you do? Do that thing. And then it's meander just a little bit off of that path. Um, sometimes intentionally, sometimes not. But now as I'm at a year, I have like, you know, a really kind of steady flow and I'm like, okay, like, what do you actually, actually, actually want to be doing? Cause what I do is, is fun and fulfilling, but I'm like, is there more? And so I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that in the what's up for you section, but designing my business is, is the biggest thing. So getting to decide what I do, how I make money is a, is a wonderful privilege that I get to see design in, in multiple ways. Um, and then, you know, I'm also visually designing my business. Like, obviously I have a brand, but like even social media, like I come and go and come and go from Instagram on my business page, but I'm trying to come right now and actually be there and be consistent. And so that's been a really interesting, fun, sometimes frustrating challenge to figure out the right way to express visually what I am and what my business is. And then also with the content, like how do, how am I myself? How am I designing the kinds of content that is bringing in the kind of community that I want to have there? And then the last thing is something related to what you said, just community. Like, I feel like the folks around me are like-minded people. Um, yeah. And even when that changes and there's always like some feelings that can come with that, you know, when relationships end or fade off or new people come in, it can feel odd to have a transition. Um, but it ultimately, you know, right now it's like in the last, during the pandemic, I feel like I made a bunch of close friends, which feels odd to have that had happened, but it did. And it feels great. Like, yeah. Um, That's and, cool. yeah. And, and so being able to have people around you who think like you and, and to me, the biggest thing when I'm looking at people is like, how committed are you to, to freedom is really where I'm sitting right now. Um, and freedom in a lot of ways, but people who are like hemmed up, caught up on stuff and yeah. are, and won't try yeah. to get free. Gotcha. Yeah. Are, are people who typically drift away. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, those are the biggest areas where I see design in my life right yeah. now, so far. So far. Um, so what about you? So for the rest of your life now, so we're um, mid forties, early forties, early forties, excuse me. Early forties. Let me not push us into mid forties. Early forties. The I'm at the end of the early forties. If you oh, do the right. if you do the three year track, right, then I am at the end because I am 43. Okay. But you're still we're still early 40s. We're still early 40s. We're still early. In this early season. 40s. Maybe next season we won't. In this <laughs> in this season. Um so I think to think about, like you said, you made friends during the pandemic. I think, mm -hmm. first of all, the pandemic, for those of us who were privileged enough to A, keep our health and our That's wellness. Right. That's right. And to have the financial blessing of being able to keep a steady income. Right, right. I think that the pandemic really was this opportunity in a lot of ways to design 
yes. a future and to design. And so one of the things that, like this came out of the pandemic, really, this podcast, this right. idea that, A, we wanted to, you know, spend- Talk to each other more. Talk to each other yeah. more, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, um, so that just, yeah. So I think that pandemic definitely, one of the things that it definitely did was to need to engage more with the political world. Like mm-hmm. I- I did calling. I called for some folks. I called for Stacey Abrams. I called for yes, Joe Stacey. Biden. I called for, I called for folks. I called for Elizabeth Warren. I donated to Black Voters Matter. Like I really was like, okay, I want to see the change, the world change. What can I do within my power to do that? So right. that right. was definitely one thing. So just being more thoughtful about the world and what's going on around us. Um, to be more intentional about just what I'm doing, you know, how Mm -hmm. am I, again, I guess it kind of goes back to, and just in general, like, what am I doing with my life professionally, personally, that is going to just move me forward? Right. And then the other thing is, and this podcast is a perfect example, it's just having more courage, trying to venture out, like you said, not be stuck in that place where, because professionally, I was stuck in a place for a minute probably a couple of years ago, I was kind of stuck in a place and didn't really have that current, did, you know, was comfortable doing what I did, loved doing what I did, making an impact. But at some point you have to have a courage to move out. And so this podcast was definitely something that was designed and something I want to move forward with and having more courage, like maybe putting some writing out there, just mm-hmm. really thinking more about expressing myself and expressing my ideas and letting, and and I think a lot, some of the times that comes with, with what comes with humility is sometimes this idea that people don't necessarily want to hear what you have to say. Right. But, but understanding that it's okay to put your voice out there. Right. And that's, that's one of the really big takeaways from this experience that I'm having is that, okay, how am I going to go forward? Like with the feedback that we've heard, right. How can I expand out? How can I, you know, add to this. Yeah. I think just to that, if I can respond that the, um, what you mentioned about this kind of incorporation of humility in your decision about how much to use your voice. Um, you know, I, I think about that a lot. I was telling you before we got, before we hit record about how I'm like an Enneagram three, which is one of the more dynamic Enneagram profiles. And so I think in that sense, I have like not as hard a time, right? Like speaking out. But one of the things that has helped me a lot is when I think about the fact that what's unique about whatever I say is that I'm saying it, right? So even if you think about the fact that other people have similar stories, other people have go through similar things and you're like, well, that's already been said. I don't have anything to add to the conversation. But and this is what I will say to you is that, you know, I've heard so much feedback about your voice. Like people write to me to tell me how much they, my, my friends who you may or may not know are like, man, like Stan is so like insert positive thing. And I'm like, right. Like, so it is, you know, the uniqueness of each one of us is the fact that we are all unique, which is yes. not, doesn't feel like a clever thing to say, but it's like your spin on something is something that nobody else can do. And so, you know, I'm happy that I'm 
that you're my co-host and that our voices get to sit side by side. So more Stan, more Stan for the world. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm designing for the rest of my life is more Stan, basically. More Stan for the world. More Stan for the world. I love it. (laughs) What about you? What are you designing for the rest Uh, of your life? Yeah. So the, this goes back to what I was saying before about my business that I feel like my business is going to be one of the defining features of the rest of my life. And so the main way I'm thinking about this is again, sort of through the structure of my business, what are the components of my business and what is the weight of each of those components? Um, You know, like for example, like a practical way that I'm thinking about this, like I am designing web pages, a lot of websites right now. And you know, that's like a one-on-one thing. I'm working with either an individual or organization designing their website and I'm limited by the amount of time it takes me to do that. Right. So it's like, I'm doing that one-on-one with one person, one organization making one website. And so that limits my time and my earning potential, right. As much as fulfilling as that is in a lot of ways that keeps me from having kind of like an expanded multiplied impact, right? So it's like something that I've seen as an ad, for example, on Facebook is like a guy who's like, join my web web design class and I'll teach you how to make websites. And so it's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> to be clear, you will not see that offering from me. However, that man then has like an ex- multiplied impact, right? So instead of just doing one website, he's now helping lots of people make websites, which then generates a lot of websites and then generates like more income from him. So he does that one thing and is able to, you know, get income from all those people. So that's the direction that I'm trying to head my business in. Um, Again, literally partially just to make more money, but also to be able to expand my impact, to be able to like get to more people and you know, I like people. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's no. the thing. like even when I get nervous about new clients or even when I was, you know, back interviewing for jobs and things like that, like I would get nervous. And then I'm like, when I get on the phone, I'm like, oh man, this is just a person. I love people. And, and love, so I do love people. Um, you love people and you love communicating. Like you I are, love communicating and you are very good at it. And it's like, like I said, I, I probably said this on another episode, you're good at it. And it's so clear and it's done in a way that is, it's positive, it's warm, it is, clarity is the best word I can yeah. think of right now, but you're so good at it. And so- Thank you, thank you. And so, and yeah, so I want to, like, I want to be able to share that, you know? And it's like, I think back to some of the experiences I had when I, I would manage teams, like those community feeling that we could generate and like how much impact that would have on them and on their work just felt amazing and being able to do that for folks. So that is what I'm trying to design right now. Um, And it's nice that it's kind of falling at this one year mark that it's like, okay, you know, I, I have wanted to do this and I've thought about this, but I'm like, in some ways I tell myself, why don't you just do what you can do right now? (laughs) Like don't build the empire after you get started. And so now I'm like, I've gotten started. And so here we go. Um, So that's the first thing. That's one of the biggest things. And then the second thing is uh, how Lance and I are kind of imagining what sort of family structure we want to have. Um, and that's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah. So we're just trying to figure that out now. 
Um, and you know, don't have too long to think about that. <laughs> Biology says, yeah. um, but that's another big one. And those two things together are like the biggest things that I see for the rest of my life. Aside mm-hmm. from all the other stuff I've already mentioned about figuring out belief and all of all of that. But I mean, so. and, it, I, and I mean, I don't know if we plan this like this or not. But again, all of like the thread through all of this is knowing yourself. Yeah. And knowing your community. And the more you know yourself, like the more okay. these answers come, or even if the answers don't come, the right questions. Come, yes. Right? Oh my gosh. That's a word. We had our that word. That is today. a word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We love a good um, word. Yeah. We do. We do. Okay. So this is a, a slight pivot, but the next thought I have is like, what role does visual design have in how you move through life? Okay. So we, we've had this discussion before, right? Mm-hmm. And we kind of came up with this term, the matte versus the glossy, <laughs> which for those of you who we're not part of our original conversation, conversation yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's that conversation has stuck with me because I think it kind of, I think it's my visual cue and also like my personality cue. Right. Whereas I'm not a big shiny person, like visually, like I love a lot of Navy. You know, I love blue. Love Navy. Lord. I love Navy. The only color in the world. <laughs> I love Navy. <laughs> Give me some gray and some Navy. I'm good. <laughs> and, um, but this idea of like something being matte, but not flat, not without, right. not without texture, right. but just not being bright. But when you see it up close, you're like, oh, there are some interesting things going on here. And to go back to our topic, somebody designed that that way. Like it didn't exactly. just accidentally end up that way. Somebody had to add something to make it flat, uh, yes. make it matte, excuse yes. me make it matte. And so that is, I think the matte is who I am like visually, but Mm -hmm. also my personality. Like I am very much a, like I said, I love to support people behind Mm -hmm. the scenes, even though, like I said, I'm trying to get my voice out there. Mm -hmm. Again, part of that is again, to help folks, to play my part, to be right, to be in community with others. And I think that that's kind of visually, since that's where I am, that's also like my personality. It's just this mm-hmm. idea that it may not be the brightest thing you see, but when you look at it and when you really get close to it, you're like, oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. This is something that's not the same. Like you said, it's unique. And right. I think that's I think that's definitely who I am um, visually. That's how things, that's what I'm drawn to. I'm not like sometimes the brightness is like, oh, it's too bright. That's where everybody's going. Let me back up. Mm-hmm. Let me, I want to see this thing over here that nobody's looking at. Mm-hmm. I think that's who I am. I mean, I think that's that's definitely how it, that's definitely kind of the cues that I look for visually. Yeah. I feel like that, you know, is how you dress too. Yes, Just visually. It is. It's like, it, it is. is. Like, Always it may- like clean, and very put together, but never, you know, you don't do a ton of patterns. No, or like solid or simple patterns. Yeah. And then, but always like very 
it's going to be neat. It's going to be clean. Coordinated. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be coordinated. It's going to be like, even if there's boldness, it's going to be hidden behind the basic. And like I said, I, I think that again, probably because of being a first grade teacher, I don't know. (laughs) I I like basic things are cool to me. Like there's nothing cooler and I don't know how we got on this topic, but there's nothing cooler than, than like teaching a kid the basics like that. Yeah. Like teaching wise, I enjoyed that so much. Like yeah. teaching a kid how to read and then mm-hmm. like watch, hearing them go from like cook to cat to mm-hmm. category is like the coolest thing. And you can't do that without those basics. So, right. Yeah. What about you? I know design completely, well, not completely, but design definitely influences how you move through life. Yeah. I mean, I like things to be attractive. Like, I'll just be really frank. Um, And I find, like I said before, that the older I get, the more I want things to be bold and attractive, Um, which is why, like, in one earlier iteration of my business logo, my color was kind of like a plummy kind of purple. And now my main color is like this sort of like fluorescent yellow, which I think might have something to do with living in Miami. Mm. That's really possible too. But Mm. I like things to be really striking, um, but then also subtle. So it's like, I like fluorescent yellow with black and white and beige so that there's like a strong element and then like some like you said some basics to kind of hold it down yeah Um, to ground you yeah so you know that shows up in my business that shows up in my in my clothes even though I forget what it's like to wear not (laughs) not have on sweatpants all the time um But I have found recently, I will say that in the last, I don't know, two or three months, I have started like dressing a little better for like, even when I sit at home and I don't go anywhere. Um, So, and I think in that there's like an element of like, I would be doing it anyway. Right. So when you think about like, like designing things in your life to be shown or not be shown, I think a lot of what I do, I would do anyway. Um, And, you know, we grew up before social media. Like we remember the beginning of Facebook and the beginning of Instagram. And so, you know, I, I remember my apartment that had the records on the wall. Yes. I love that. That that deep green color. Yes. I was super into green then. And there was no Instagram to put that on. (laughs) So yeah, that was just the way that I, I'm like, I want beautiful things around me. Um, and so now that Instagram is a thing, it's just, it's fun to show what I'm doing. Um, and I sometimes get inspiration from what I see there, which is helpful, I think. Um, and so I show like different projects that we do partly to be like, Hey, look what I did <laughs> partly to have conversations with people. Cause I know certain people will write back and then we can talk about it and I can be like, yeah, this is where I got this from. Let me send you this Pinterest link or whatever. Um, but then, like I said, there are times when I like look super cute at the house by myself and the only person who sees me in that day is Lance and I don't post an outfit. So I, I like to believe that I would be doing it anyway. Maybe with a little asterisk that as maybe 1% or 5% of what I do, I put put up to show people, but I'm not sure. 
No, I think I think that's definitely true. I think that you are, like I said, you've always been, even like when we were first starting out like teaching and like you always were about the look of a thing. Yeah. Because the look of a thing for you created, I think, comfort. It also creates some buy-in too. I yes. Think. Like I think- that is definitely something you've taught me. Like yeah, because I used to love a bulletin board. Half the time I like bulletin boards more than I like the actual teaching part, which is why <laughs> I'm no longer a teacher. Um, but I remember like, you know, I would my kindergarten board for like the first week and the parents came. I was like, these parents are dropping their kids off for the first time. Some of them who haven't been to preschool and they might be nervous. And so I'm like, let me make this bulletin board like super welcoming, super like intentional so that they understand that I mean them well, I mean their child well, and that I mean to take this whole thing very seriously. And so I think that that's part of why, why sometimes I focus on on things being tight visually. Um, and also one of the things that you've taught me, just watching you grow, cause like I said, we've known each other now for 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. And when you decided to go back to school, mm-hmm. like just watching you through that process, one of the things you taught me really, and again, this goes back to your great communication is that the look of things makes it easier to communicate, right? Yes. Like using design, not just as, oh, it's pretty, but right. also it's because it's pretty, Yes, you're more apt to, like you said, have that buy-in, That's right. have that enjoyment. People, more people are going to engage. Right. I mean, literally like my favorite example when I say graphic design is important is like the airport. Yes. Graphic design is critical to moving around the airport. So it's like if if it's a hard, if it's a font that's hard to read, if the signs are at the wrong level, if the color combination between the background and the text is wrong, you like literally can't do what you need to do there. So yeah, no, that's very true and always guiding my life. And people who have worked for me know well that <laughs> if, you, if you do some nonsense, you're going to do it again. So halfway through, if you're not sure, you better ask somebody. <laughs> I will take a whole bulletin board down and make you do it again. So let's <laughs> the one year they called it the bulletin board gate, like they had finished a whole, a whole team, done a whole bulletin board. And I was like, no friends, that is not right. <laughs> Love y'all. Take it down. Take it <laughs> down. Love you. Mean it. Do it over. Do it again. It's Cause I love you being hard That's with right. you. That's <laughs> right. So yeah. So Last big topic that we had planned here is how much of your life do you design to be shown? Because I talked a little bit about that. Um, What parts do you actually like intend for people to see, if any? And so like, I am the opposite. (laughs) And a lot of this started was when I deleted Facebook. So I am not, gosh, it's been. At least five or six years, right? At least five or six years, yep. And so I will say, Part of what made, and I think this kind of goes back to kind of design and intention. One of the things that I noticed was there was a person who was not very intentional with their posting. Right. And it was causing, like, it was causing some drama Uh other places. Like, this is not anybody that you know. Uh It just was, it was like, it made me feel weird and uncomfortable. And I was like, you know what? this is no longer serving the purpose that I thought it was serving. What if I take a break from it? And I think it might've been 
was like, maybe they can take a lint, a break from this. I think it was Lint that I initially gave it up, Lint five years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm okay not knowing this about people. Right. I'm okay not knowing this about you. I'm okay not knowing that this is the way you communicate, the way you design your online life. Right. And it hasn't, like, it didn't take away from the relationships I still had in real life. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm good with not being on Facebook. Now, what that did was that also, I think, took the the habit of always posting out. And mm-hmm. then so I was left with Instagram. And with Instagram, you have to be really intentional to me because it's pictures mm-hmm. and there's a little more thought to it. And then I was like, a lot, again, and this probably goes back to my humility, back to you know, some of the reticence I had um, about maybe speaking up or showing, you know, mm-hmm. parts of my life. I was like, this just doesn't seem very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So is it going to be interesting to other people? Okay. And that, that, that's where, I, that's where I am with a lot of social media right now. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where I am. I think with designing my life to be shown, like, I think again, with people who I'm in community with, who I have relationships with, like they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. They know. So I haven't really, since that Facebook, I haven't really felt the need to show a lot of it. Cause I feel like the people who know, know. And that's, I think that's really where I am. Yeah. I think that's really where I am right now. And this, and, it, and it's interesting because like with part of with what we've been doing with the podcast is having to, you know, is thinking about how do we promote it? How do we, so right. it's, it's kind of made me want to, it's kind of made me definitely start thinking about maybe I need to reevaluate this at some point because mm-hmm. we want this to grow and be more meaningful, which is going to mean sharing more of myself. Right. As easy as it is to share things in this audio format it's a little bit different to share it visually for me right now. Yeah. So that's something I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about a lot. So right now it's not, I'm not showing a lot on purpose. And so, but again, like now again, with the courage, with designing, with moving forward, maybe with sharing more, maybe that's something that I'm going to have to start thinking about being more intentional about opening up yeah, and then there's also, I think, the the question that comes with that is, like, how how much of the door do you open? How much do you let out? Um, yeah. So, yeah, so for me, I'm, I'm an open book in many ways. And because I really do enjoy that communication with broader groups of people and getting feedback and, like, being able to like touch folks that are further out, right? So that's the thing that that Instagram does for me is it gives me a chance to like share my story with people outside of people whose num- phone numbers that I have, you know? Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that in some ways. And I think, you know, there's a couple, like a few things that are off limits, but in general, like I enjoy opening my home and my life to people like I love having people over you know that yeah um in non-pandemic times <laughs> or I love having up for people who are fully vaccinated <laughs> <Fully vaxed. laughs> um 
So I'm looking forward to being able to do that again. And so I, I really sort of think of Instagram as a similar thing, right? So I'm sort of opening up my myself a little bit and sharing, you know, my story, which is not designed per se, but to be able to kind of like craft my bits of my story into short blurbs that can be helpful to other people, I think is really powerful, something that I really like to do. Yeah, I like that idea. That that That's going to help me change, maybe influence some of my thinking, this idea of thinking about it as opening up Mm-hmm. your kind of virtual home yeah and that that that's a different thing because I think we all like particularly again post-pandemic as we move hopefully to a post-pandemic world I think a lot I think again as some of us who were fortunate enough to be able to thrive during the pandemic times mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. one of the things that we have come out with is that we've been able to thrive is sharing that with our community and sharing that with people who were not able to thrive. And right. that, that kind of idea that opening up your virtual home. Yeah. I like that idea. And it's really similar too, if you think about it, if you to carry that analogy further, further is that like, you know how when people come over, sometimes you close doors. Yeah. And you're like, you don't go behind people's closed doors. Store? Exactly. And it's no, the it's, same kind of thing. It's, it's like, a, yeah, there it's, are certain that's things. That's a really good thing to think about. And like, yeah. you open it up when you want to. Like, right. there's an invitation. Like That's right. This is who's coming. This is who's not coming for the most part. Um, And even like, you know, there's so many things that are features of Instagram that you likely don't know about, but it's like, even like, you know, the example you had about that other person where they were sharing something and you're like, you're getting on my nerves. Yeah. (laughs) You share that. Yeah. You can mute people. So you, you don't unfriend them. You mute them. You can restrict them so that they can't comment on your stuff without you approving it. And so I'm like, some of those things are just like nice yeah. Things where it's like, I'm having a party, but I'm gonna have a bouncer at the door. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, are Bouncing. you approved to come in here? You need to like check your invitation. That's yeah. right. Like if you act wild on the way in, then no, the bouncer is gonna bounce you right out. No, you can't come in. So, you know, that's not always that's not foolproof, but it is a nice way to be like, I can let people in and still say be safe. Yeah. Which is important too. Yeah. That's cool. And I, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I, I'll be honest. I probably won't ever go back. Won't ever go back to Facebook. Yeah. Just because I. They're feel, a little. They're a little sinister sometimes. It's a little <laughs> hard to to feel real good about Facebook all the time. Yeah, but I like your I like your ideas for Instagram and thinking about Instagram in a new way. And then if you need help thinking about how to create quick images, you can just hit me up offline. I I got you. It doesn't always Love have to be it. a picture. Anyway, that's the oh okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. Um, okay, so I think we're about done there. What's up for you this week? What's up for me is speaking of the pandemic, I ate outside at a restaurant Shock. twice this week. Shocked faces. Shocking. I know. Was it so amazing? It was pretty amazing. It was pretty, it wasn't, I didn't hyperventilate. I enjoyed my food. I was very much outside, but I did it. I did it for lunch twice. That's great. And so it's it's step one. I'm jealous. I haven't done it yet. It's step one. I still like in the line ordering my food. I was still double masked. Yep. I am fully vaxxed, but I was still double masked. Mm-hmm. I wore it until I sat down. Mm-hmm. I put it on after I start stopped eating. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was good. The weather's been nice. It. Weren't, there weren't a lot of people out like yeah. 
the places I went to seemed again very thoughtful about mm-hmm. how they had you know ways to make you feel safe so mm-hmm. I did it congratulations I did it that's awesome what about you what's up for you uh what's up for me is coaching um I mentioned this a couple times throughout but I am trying to figure out how to do more coaching so I put this on my website it says coach on my website somewhere um because I ended up doing it kind of like right away for a couple of folks when I started my business. But like I said, my business is sort of meandered a little bit and it's meandered away from coaching and I got to do it. Um, I'm getting to do it now with the current client and I just love it. (laughs) And I don't know if this is just the bossy part of me that I'm like, I get to tell you what to do or I get the part where I get to give you, I guess it's not unsolicited advice if I'm your coach. It's I get to give (laughs) advice. Yeah, I love it. I just love it. And I got to see somebody have some really quick results, which felt amazing um, to just like celebrate with them and, and just like see the impact of the work that we did together. So I'm heading in that direction. Uh, So stay tuned. I don't know if what, what will come, but that's what I'm trying to focus on doing. Yeah. And that's your wheelhouse. It like combines the things that you're really good at communicating, building community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So that's the big focus right now. I have a, a new Google doc about it because everything gets a Google doc. And so we'll see what happens. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, and I think that is it for this season. Ah. Woo! Um, Eight okay. episodes. We did I it. I know. So tell me real quick, what, are some of your reflections about this venture you've mentioned a little bit but yeah what has this season meant to you um I think being creative definitely has been one of the best things about it and thinking about things in a deeper way in a new way again using my voice more like Mm -hmm. literally using it more but also being able to just express myself have a way to express myself outside of the job that pays me yeah more stand for the world always (laughs) our new hashtag (laughs) thanks um (laughs) then spending time with you has been really good and seeing like people like you and I talk about this this is another thing that we talk about is just having a standard Uh I think and seeing the way that you are professionally Uh and how you operate to a certain standard of excellence it's something that I've always admired from you, but just being able to see that up close and personal working with you is something that has been really, um, that has been a, a gift, a blessing in a lot of ways. Aww, and you. it's something it's something that I always, like again, in the job that pays me, people are always like, you tend to work, you, you do a lot of work hard. And I'm like, yeah, but that's also like what we're supposed to do. Right. And I feel like that's one of the things that, I think I got from you and hopefully I give to you, but that's definitely one of the things I got from you. It's just that it's okay to be excellent. Like you need to do things to the best of your ability. That's right. It's really fine. So yeah. So being able to see you in your professional space and in your wheelhouse, in the thing that you love to do has been really fun. And then, like you said, the feedback that you've given me from people I know, Mm -hmm. 
And um, some of the feedback that I've heard from a few people I know is just, it's always exciting. I'm like, you listened. <laughs> like, I mean, like that's, I'm like, you listen and you're talking about it. And we're talking yeah. about what we talked about. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, it, it's been, it's cool. I think mean, that I can't, I think I don't think I can say anymore that yeah. it's just been really cool. No, I absolutely agree. The feedback has been so fun. Um, so for me, you know, similar, getting that feedback has been so great. The one things I've heard from a couple people is this idea that you're kind of sitting in on a conversation that like the three of us, right? Like Allison, Stan, and this other person are like sitting there having a conversation. And that just feels dope. Like that feels is that, so that was aligned kind of to what we were trying we were try- to do. Exactly. And so I'm like, yes, <laughs> like that feels so good that we did that, that these conversations are like a window, you know, into who we are. People are learning a lot about us, but then also that the way we've done this has enabled people to take what we're talking about and like turn it inward and be able to ask themselves the questions. So it's just, it's dope, man. It's, it's really fun to sit and talk with you. You know, we do prep beforehand, but always, every time, as a result of our conversation, I think of something new while we're talking. And I'm like, ah, Stan, so smart. <laughs> Thank you for helping me see that. So that's been great. And it's just, like you said, it's, even though I do creative work all day, it is just a wonderful, unique way to be creative. And the ability to take what we do on Sunday afternoons and share it with people to like be with people right to have these like conversations with folks is just it feels great um and then you know I think long term I feel like I want to be a professional storyteller I don't know how that's going to happen because I just talked about coaching but I feel like that's what I really want to do long term and so this feels like a good exercise or maybe a first step or something um yeah so it's been exciting and I'm looking forward to more of this. So let me just share what we've got planned for the future. Um, So because we got so much great feedback from our immediate family, so that's folks that we both know or think people that we know individually about these eight episodes. um, And so many people have had really powerful experiences that really can deepen the conversations that we've had so far. So what we're going to do is we're going to dedicate season two to our family and invite them to join us to deepen the conversation. So we're going to take a short break just to arrange all of this logistically. And we're going to be back each episode with a different member of our family joining us. New people! New people. (laughs) So we're going to go back through the same eight topics that we just covered and have a third person joining us for each one of those conversations. Somebody who has a unique angle on whatever it is that we talked about so that we can kind of go into another facet of that topic. So we're going to interview them. We're going to let them help us push topics, um, go deeper below the surface. And then we're also going to tackle any questions that we get from you all. Anybody who's been listening, if you want to ask us any questions, we are happy to tackle those in season two. And so that's how we're thinking about this ongoing. So we're going to tackle eight topics on our own and then invite our family to join us for part two discussions on those same topics. So uh, that is the plan for now. We're going to take a couple weeks off. 
vacay little <laughs> little vacay and you can stay up to date with the show on instagram at lilacs on york support for this podcast comes from lilacs on york creative studios the family meeting is produced by me and allison additional production audio mixing and sound editing by will salua who also wrote and produced our theme song entitled 135th in coffee Need a unique track beat or sound mixing and editing? You can find his email address and IG handle in our show notes every week. You can find the show notes on what we discussed, including links posted in the blog section on lilacsonyork.com. You can also visit the podcast tab on the website to listen to all of the current episodes. You can find me on social at Allison K. Mason on IG and Twitter, even though I do not tweet. You can find me on social at Twice11 on IG and Twitter, even though I don't post on IG. Thanks for listening. Meet you back here next season. Bye.